And that simply is not the correct narrative uh, of the world that they're getting ready to enter into because people are not going to be standing around waiting to give them anything. Uh, they're going to have to earn it. They're going to have to go out and earn it. When you have a, uh, a surplus to be able to give your children, um, you know, you can you can you can handicap them with this idea that uh, it's like this all the time. Hello, I'm Jeanette Howard. And I'm Dexter Howard. And this is a House United Marriage Plus Family Podcast. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. And we got a great topic for you today. We hope it's going to help you. We're going to be talking about the pros and cons of high-income parenting. Mm. And this actually is a really, I think, relevant topic today uh, because a lot of a lot of families are parenting in this kind of environment. Sure, especially you know? in our generation. In, in, in our generation uh, and in the millennial generation, which is and the especially the millennial after, generation after yeah. us. Um, you know, they're parenting um, or building their families and, and, and raising children um, in an environment where there's. There's where there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money. Yeah, they're above, way above average um, mm-hmm. incomes, and um, we did not. I was not raised in that environment. Were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was not. I was not raised, and probably a lot of we're in our fifties. So, and then of course, being African American, you know, a, a lot of people at our age stage of life, we were not raised in a high mm-hmm. income. Uh, environment that was that that was money was often the challenge it was uh i i personally am from the working poor meaning that sure my parents were not lazy by any shape form or fashion they had jobs but their jobs were j- they they made incomes that were just barely enough yeah. um there was nothing left after yeah. the basics of life had been taken care of food clothing shelter uh, there really was nothing left. No, it was just surviving. It income. was surviving. Yeah. It was surviving income. So that's what we call uh, my parents were the working poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, what about you? Yeah, the same way. Yeah. A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I grew up in a single parent household. Single parent household. So yeah, it was uh, just as bad on my end. Right. And so, of course, you know that presented a whole bunch of challenges. Um, you know, for my parents, mm-hmm. um, I think that's where a lot of my dad's anger, uh, a lot of my mom's mental anguish, because, you know, my mom had some, you know, some struggles mm-hmm. with, you know, anxiety and depression and all those things. And I think a lot of that was because of how hard it poverty sure. is hard. Sure. Yeah. And then having to raise children in that environment of, 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 of not having enough. Sure. Yeah. Is really, really, really hard. And I think we probably need to go back and also clarify just in terms of what we're talking about uh, is related to um, your your earning power is related to your academia. In many cases, in in many cases, in many cases. Uh, And and neither one of our parents had college degrees. No, my well, yeah, my dad didn't even have a high school degree. Yeah, And and my mother didn't. uh, My mother, I think she uh, made it to the 10th grade. Yeah. yeah. So they did the best they can to, you know, eke out a living and mm-hmm. supply for their family. And I, we never, I never went without the basics of life. Mm-hmm. There was nothing left over. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of, uh, you know, as I've done a whole bunch of work on myself and even therapy and stuff, I, I realized I had a lot of 
shame and stuff that was attached sure. to, you know, the poverty that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't even realize that, but, but yeah. I did. And so, so, you know, it's, it's poverty is, man, it's, it's not good. And I think as that's the reason that we are talking about this topic today mm-hmm. is because uh, if you're from our generation and you grew up the way that we grew up in stark poverty, yeah, uh, that you wanted to, or we had aspirations of providing for our children, yeah, um, and making sure or ensuring that we had uh, the ability to supply greater for them, yeah than what was supplied for us. Absolutely. And so that's why we're talking about this subject today. Yeah, of high income of parenting. High income because parenting. a lot of, of of folks like us, I'm sure you if you clicked on this, it's because in some way this resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Because you know you're having the same experience of now becoming a parent and having more having money that your parents Way more than you had yeah. of having. Absolutely. You know, when when you were growing up, but now you're experiencing even some challenges, even in this high income parenting situation. And mm-hmm. so we want to just talk to you about some of the pros and the cons from our experience of of high income parents, because we we've we've parented, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> we when we first started having children, we didn't have any money. Mm. But eventually, you know, our resources grew. So we part of our kids were well, none of not all of our kids would say they probably have been, they've been raised in an environment where sure you know there was there was more than enough. We we've even yeah. uh, heard our children say that uh, uh, either they or their friends thought that we were rich. Yeah, uh, which we were by no means. I guess rich is relative. Rich is relative. You know, rich rich is relative. But in our minds, in mine, your mind, well, we, we were working really we were really not hard rich. for what what we had. You know. <laughs> We're yeah. working really hard for what we have, but I'm I'm grateful. My I got a good friend, mm-hmm. and 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 she she always says this every time you start acting like she always says stop lying on God. <laughs> I ain't gonna sit here and lie on God. We ain't like gonna we, lie on we, God. Like, yeah, like, we have we, been blessed. We've been blessed. We've been you blessed. know, I I grew up in in working class poverty. Mm. I know what it's like to not have mm. enough, and our children don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for that. And so yeah. while, you know, we're not just like, you know, just got money falling out of, off trees, our children grew up in an environment that would be considered high income, mm-hmm. um, relatively speaking. And so, and a lot of the people we know are also raising their children yeah. in these high income environments, meaning that they, there's, 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 there's more than enough money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it presents some pros and some cons. And so that's what we're going to talk about from our experience, our experience in helping other parents. Um, and and uh, we love, as always, your feedback, your mm-hmm. comments uh, on this topic as well. We love your feedback. We love your, your comments as well. Talk so, about some stats. You, you yeah. were looking at some stats earlier. I heard this stat, and I okay. don't know if it's true or not, because everything you know, every time you click on social media and somebody says something, mm-hmm. it's it's not, you got, you can't take it. Everybody's got a microphone. They can say yeah, all kind of stuff. Right. Okay, so, and I tried to do a little research before we, before we started recording, and I didn't. But this person said, and I think I heard them say, that only, I don't know if they said 7% or 3%. It's something like that. But either way, Globally, in the world, not in the America, but in the world, let's just say seven percent. Mm. Only seven percent 
of uh, people, households make $100,000 or more. 7%, wow. And uh, 1%, of course, is, is has a net worth of a million dollars or mm. more. Just 1%. Wow. Wow. 1%. Wow. And so when we say high income, I'm just basically basically meaning, and you know if it's you or not, basically you're not living check to check. You That's are right. not among the working poor. You're not living check to check. You have your assets exceed assets exceed your liabilities. You've got a steady flow of income that makes you have the ability to be able to provide for your children easily, mm-hmm. okay, for the most part. For the pr- pretty much anything they would need or right. want, you have the ability to supply right. that for them. That's right. That's what we're calling high income, high income parenting. Income you don't parenting. have to be uber uber wealthy. We're not uber wealthy, yeah. but there's 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 not been a real uh, huge struggle no. to supply for the needs or even for the most part the, the things that our children. And we had wanted. six six and we, children, and we we had six except when it came to college. That was a challenge. Yeah, absolutely, because <laughs> there were a lot of them were in college at the same time. But we even managed that. Mm-hmm. So. So let's talk about what some of the pros of mm. high income parenting is. And of course, for number one, That's easy, yeah. what we just said. You can supply for them. You can provide for you your kids. You can provide for them without stress. And, and it takes a lot of, I'm not saying without stress, because sometimes it's the work you're doing is sure, stressful. Sure, You know, but you. But I'm saying it's not a stretch to try to provide for them. Yeah. yeah to give them the, the bare essentials. The, the bare essentials. Yeah. You can afford uh, uh, adequate housing. Mm-hmm. You can afford to live in a safe place. You can afford to go grocery shopping. You, gosh, you can afford not just go grocery shopping, but you can afford good, healthy food. Healthy food. Because yeah. money supplies you with options. That's right. You know, right. you can afford to put them in the schools mm-hmm. um, that give them, you know, a good education. You can afford them extracurricular activities. You can afford them extracurricular. A lot of those things cost money. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, they cost money. So, that's, that's, those story. are the pros. I know you probably don't yeah. mind me telling this because I've heard you tell other people this story about when you you kept oh. winning the homecoming queen in high school. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was stressing my daddy and, out. And, and see, the third time. every time you won, you had to buy a new dress. The first time, so I'm from Forest City, Arkansas. I made history there in that in that school. I was like homecoming queen like three years in a row. So so and I didn't run. They just they just nominated you and then the school voted. And so the first year I was a freshman in high school. I came home. I said, Dad, I won. I'm on the homecoming court. I won. You know, of course, he all proud. And we went out and bought the white gown. He had to march me down the aisle with his blue suit. And he got a new suit and I got a gown. And he was so proud of that. Second year I came back. I had won again. He was proud. He was like, you don't want the second time. God, this is something. You know, he was so proud. Oh, Lord, that third. <laughs> that third, y'all never forget it. I came home that third year. Now, doggone it. He said not. He used a bad word. My dad was a professional cusser. (laughs) My dad was a professional cusser. He was a pro. You say you were a profuse. But for the sake of this platform, we'll say doggone it. We'll say doggone it. (laughs) He said, now doggone it. You stop running for all this stuff. And he didn't say stuff. He said the other word for stuff. In other words, like I'm. I can't be buying no more dresses. I'm not buying no more dresses. 
He had just had enough. His little, I'm not telling you, he stretched his little check. Yeah. He stretched his check for the first two dresses. But that third one, boy. Now, I mean, that's funny to us. He was upset. But that wasn't funny to him. No, that stressed him out. Yeah, because his, check the check. his paycheck had to, had to stretch God. and cover so much. And no, my dad, there's no, he, he probably gambled or something his yeah. way into the money from up for you know he had his way of making extra money yeah, right no because literally muscle. yeah our people were i mean these people they live check to check every mm -hmm. week literally every week literally and so that's that's stress you know when you're you know trying to do the best by your kids but you just your income just can't meet i'll never forget so the, the pro of that is when you've got enough money to meet the needs of, of mm -hmm. raising your family that's that's a blessing that's, that's a powerful a thing right there that's a man. blessing you know, I, I, I remember uh, growing up, we lived across the street from the state, the Arkansas State Fairgrounds in Little Rock, Arkansas. And uh, wrestling used to always come to the Barton Coliseum. And I, man, I grew up watching the World Federation of Wrestling, uh, uh, Ric Flair and, and uh, all those guys, the uh, uh, Hulk Hogan, all them, and uh, Andre the Giant. Junkyard Dog. And, man I, man, I just knew I was going to see the Junkyard Dog and Ric Flair when they come to Little Rock. Well, uh, I had my mind on going over there, and I was I was uh, out on the front porch, and um, and I said, "Man, I sure want to go to the wrestling match." And, I, and so I asked my mom. I said, "Mom, can I go to the wrestling match?" She said, "Baby, I don't have any money." And so what I started doing is I started going outside, parking cars in our yard, mm -hmm. just so I can make money to go to the wrestling match. Yeah, now, I'm sure that broke my mother's heart. Yeah, you know. Because uh, she didn't have the wherewithal just to give me a little money. I think it may not have been maybe but $7 to get in the wrestling match. Mm. Didn't even have $7. Mm. Now, that's not to diminish my mother. What that is saying, though, is, is can you imagine the mindset that gave me as a parent coming into parenthood mm. that I at least want to have $7 to be able to give my children for extracurricular activities? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're not coming down hard on uh, parents uh, for being high income earners and wanting to provide for for. It's a blessing to be able to it's provide a for your children. Absolutely, it's an absolute blessing. So yes, that is a con. I, I mean, that is a pro rather. Yes, that a is pro a pro is you can provide well for your family. Yes. Now, but really, there's also. Some drawbacks if you don't know how to manage that. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. There are some drawbacks to parenting, I think, in a high-income situation. And, uh, and so that's where we want to kind of help with that yeah. today uh, is when you can give your child everything. That's right. Um, and, and that can be to their detriment. Absolutely. And so let's just kind of talk about what some of those cons are in a high income parenting situation. And then, and then, and, and help you overcome that mm -hmm. to overcome that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You want to, you want to start out? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, first of all, you can handicap them. Yeah. Uh, you, you can, um, you can, teach them to be self-entitled without even knowing that you're doing it. Uh, but they can become very, very self, self-entitled uh, to where they feel like somebody's supposed to give them something. And, mm -hmm. and that simply is not the correct narrative uh, of the world that they're getting ready to enter into because people are not going to be standing around waiting to give them anything. Uh, they're going to have to earn it. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to go out and earn it. And so I think that uh, uh, when you have a, uh, a surplus to be able to give your children, 
um, you know, you can you can you can handicap them with this idea that uh, it's like this all the time, and it simply is not. Exactly. Or you can because you have the ability to give them so much they don't develop the proper work ethic. That's good. Yeah. That, go, that they're going to need in life. That's right. right? Yeah. And even that, when a child is just given too much or handed too much um, materially, uh, it can also not, they can, it can, it can be like, a, uh, they don't have the right motivation mm. to go out and really yeah. um, pursue a purpose in life. That's right. Yeah. Because everything is just so, that's so right. handed to them. They so don't, they don't, they them. don't, they don't get the grit that they need. Oh, that's good. I like that in word life. grit. You know, they're going to, you're going to need grit in life. And when you have, when Clarify you just, what you mean when you, when you talk about grit. Oh man, grit is, grit is everything. And, and at some point, everybody's going to need grit. Mm. It may not be, you need grit to get out the ghetto or get out the, out of poverty. Like mm. we did. What is grit? You're going to need grit to get out of something in life. Yeah. Grit is an inner strength. Grit is an inner tenacity, perseverance, mm. resilience. A go-get-it attitude. Yes. Yeah. And at some point, you're going to need that, whether that's, in our case, we mm -hmm. had to have it to get out of poverty. You better believe it. But our children won't have to have it to get out of poverty. Mm -hmm. They've never known poverty, mm -hmm. but they're gonna have to have it to get something in life. To, to get where they want to go. They're gonna yeah. have to get. They're gonna. They're gonna have to have it That's at right. some point in life. That's whether right. it's they're gonna need it, need it on a, a career path. Mm -hmm. They're gonna need it uh, in a marriage. They're gonna need it in building a family. They're gonna need it to overcome some situation or circumstance. That's right. You're gonna need some grit. That's right. And uh, and that's one advantage i think that that growing up how i grew up mm -hmm. is number one it gave me grit absolutely and number two it gave me a strong work ethic my parents gave me the gift of a work ethic because yeah. they weren't poor because they didn't work hard they were poor because they just lacked opportunities and we didn't grow up with an entitlement and there was no what the, what the heck is entitlement you know we, uh, <laughs> i knew nothing about entitlement you know we shared this story uh, often with uh, those that we know uh, you know, we ran up on some hard times uh, when when you and I, we I think we had been married um, um, a couple of years, uh, and uh, we lived in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and we had two little babies. Uh, Alexa and Bethany were babies, and you became a stay-home mom. I had a job at the time when you chose to become a stay-home mom, but but I lost employment, uh, and uh, we both were un unemployed mm -hmm. with a with a newly built home custom built home yeah uh with no employment yep and with two little babies yep uh and so it was it was it was tough and um and and I I got a job uh but it was a it was a minimum wage job it was a blue collar job uh but I was doing something but it was it, it was barely meeting the needs matter of fact it really wasn't meet, meeting the needs and uh we never ever considered matter of fact we laugh about it now. Why didn't we? Why didn't we consider going to get some assistance, some government assistance? You, do you know we could have qualified for government assistance? Yeah, it was a friend told me later. I was telling her our story after we had come out of it. I was telling her our story, what we had been through, and she looked at me and she said, "Why didn't y'all go get some food stamps?" We never thought about it. I looked it. like a deer in a headlight. I was like, I never dawned on it. Never crossed my mind. Never crossed our mind about filing for unemployment. That I could that I could get food stamps. Food stamps. Because I was a guy. I have. I have. I was highly degreed. I had a yeah. college degree. I think that was babe. I think that came from my upbringing. 
It created yeah. a mentality in us. It created an attitude in us. Grit. Grit, yeah. No, you go get it. You don't wait on somebody to give it to you. Yeah, I just wasn't ever looking for a handout. Yeah. yeah I, I was looking for an opportunity to work. I never never dawned on me I could go and get food stamps. Yeah. And so. Um, and that's not to look down no, on people that God, do. No, God, no. But it just never it crossed just, our it mind. It never crossed our mind. It, yeah. never, it never crossed our mind. I, I was mad it didn't because it would have helped. <laughs> yeah. I was right. like, dang, I forgot. I didn't even know. Well, I didn't why didn't we think of that? I didn't even think of that. But back to this this high-income parenting. Yeah. Where I, I really, I really feel like, I, you know, I, I've got some tips to offer you. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in that situation and you're a high income parent and you are seeing that you need some help with being able to, of course, allowing your children to experience the benefits mm -hmm. and options and f freedoms that come with with having resources and mm -hmm. money. You want to give them a leg up. That's right. Teach them everything you know about money. That's really important that you do that. But at the same time, making sure that they've got the work ethic, the, yeah, grit, the grit, the gratitude, the gratitude, the sense of purpose and direction in their mm, life that they're going to need. That's good. Okay. Um, even having a parent that's got money. That's okay. Right. And here's some things that I would suggest that you do that we we do um, that seem to work other Families, I know I see them doing it mm -hmm. or they wish they had. Some mm -hmm. of them kind of didn't and wish they had. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, make, allow your child to work even though they don't need the money. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, when, so when your child is able to work, let them, let them work. work. Let them work. And it's not about whether or not they need the money. Mm -hmm. It's about creating a work ethic in them. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Show them, give them, expose them to what it's like. To have to get up and go and do a job and earn a paycheck. That's right. That's Would you right. say that? Absolutely. And then to piggyback off of that is to uh, give them opportunities to earn money yeah. and not just and not give, you them just money. give them money. This is what we practice in our household um, is that our girls, when our girls, now we take care of all the needs. Yeah. But the wants. But the wants, oh, you no, got to earn that. The wants, you got to earn your wants. Yeah, you got to earn your wants. You know, I, when we were raising six daughters, my husband, mm -hmm. he, he, I don't know if he even knows this rule that I have with them. We take care of all of the needs, food, clothing, shelter, education, blah, 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 the stuff you need. We got that. But when, we, when it starts, especially with girls, because girls got a lot of wants. <laughs> raising six girls is all about the details. Hair, <laughs> nails, makeup. Shoes, clothes, you just, it's unimaginable. The list never ends. And then I'm, I'm, then I'm mama and I got my list, okay? And so, you know, and so when, we, when it starts to get into all that, well, we, I don't do the nails. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't do all of that mm -hmm. extra stuff. Mm -hmm. Now you, that's, that's out of money that you earn. It's not that we, I, I guess I could, yeah. you know, but, but no, those are the luxuries of life. Yeah. You earn your way to the, those luxuries. So we give them opportunities. So we give them the opportunities or absolutely to, to uh, work in our business or to work in the ministry where they the, earn money absolutely. or they work in our, our business to earn money. And I give them an hourly rate. You know, our twin daughters were, are, just came home from college for a break. And when they stepped through the door, they said, mama, what can we do to earn some money? You know, because that's just the way we do it. And mm -hmm. I had, you know, I, I thought of some projects, some things I really need, need needed done in the around the house or in the business or ministry projects or whatever. I, they got an hourly rate. They get it done and I, I cash shop them. I pay them, you know. And then in the business, of course, I, just, I write it all off. 
And so that's 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 um, that's one strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead of giving, you switch them over to earning. To earning. To yeah, earning. Absolutely. Um, and that helps to give them, especially if you have a business, a mm-hmm. family business or a business of your own, mm-hmm. that, that helps give your children a sense of purpose, a sense of identity. Yeah. Because... They are they are working in the family business, learning the family business, and and earning while doing Absolutely. so. Absolutely, and they're also when you let them, especially work in the family business, they see that how hard it is how to earn this is. money. So they appreciate. They it appreciate. More. They see how hard you work. All of our daughters work in the ministry. Mm-hmm. They actually are in the studio right now. Yeah. Being trained. Yeah. On these cameras. Yeah. You know, they all work in the ministry. They're not prima donnas entitled. They work. They see how hard their parents work. They appreciate where the resources are coming from, you know. And um, and I think those things make a difference as far yeah, as putting absolutely. grit, work ethic, uh, appreciation. appreciation in them. Um, and so those those are some of the the things that we have done mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, we want our girls to have all the benefits yeah. of, of, of resources, you know, and leave a great inheritance for them and, and, and teach, teach them, not just give them money, but, but as they work in it, they're also learning, you know, mm-hmm. how it is, is how it's created. And, uh, and so those, that's what we have to offer as far yeah. as the pros. There's a lot of pros, but there can be some cons. That's right. In the high income parenting, if you don't manage it, manage it well and not just give your child everything because you can. It's critical that, that really you, you resist doing that. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope that we've helped you today. And uh, we always like to leave you with this closing thought that marriage is so important that it is worth doing well. And a house united cannot fall. We're on a mission to reach one million people or greater with content that inspires strong faith, families, and future. If you believe that strong marriages and families truly have the power to change the world, then we invite you to partner with Howard International Ministries as a one in a million partner. With a monthly $100 contribution, you will receive 20% discount off all ministry products and HIM events. You'll also receive special reserve seating at all events. And of course, we always welcome any one-time gift that you want to give. Giving and partnering with Power International Ministries is quick and easy. Just click the link below for a simple process. There were days where we thought we wouldn't make it out, but we stuck it out. Today's our day.